Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talbot, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Welcome back to another episode of Personal Finance Redefined. Today's topic is about how do I teach my kids to start understanding finances? And it doesn't have to be your parent, but it could be your tutor. It's just how do you start to begin having kids think about finances? What's a fun way they can do it? And it turns out it's really not that different than a lot of adults, but there's just a few little changes that can make it worthwhile. So we all know kids learn from playing games. And in fact, it's the best way that I learned. But I truly believe the best way to whether it's losing weight or gaining a skill or trying to improve in any sense is through a game. It's much more enjoyable to have an incentive, a reason to play, especially on the days you just don't feel like it, which we all have. So the best way to start teaching kids about understanding finances, and when I say kids, once again, that's kids you're tutoring, kids of your own, friends who have kids, the best way is just through games. So my favorite game is the allowance game, and I like to tell people that in the allowance game, include taxes. It actually makes it more fun. So you may be thinking kids are a bit too early to begin learning about taxes, but my future kids will know real quick, probably resent me for it, but that's something I'm, I'm going to be willing to live with. So if you're a parent who gives your children, let's say $10 a week to take out the trash, do the dishes on their designated day. I know we definitely didn't have designated days of washing dishes for my brothers and I, but I imagine some families do that, so I'm going to go with that example. Okay, so let's say $10 a week to take out the trash and do the dishes. And let's say you give money to that child every two weeks. That's $20 every two weeks. So I tell the children I've worked with, here's $15 for the work you did. Nice job. And then I just pause. I pause to let the kid think. 99% of the time they get angry and think you're trying to jip them but when they say what you owe me five more dollars you explain that there are taxes and the way taxes work is that a percentage of your income goes towards the roads we drive on the police officers that protect us so on so i asked the child do you want there to be police officers to protect us most of the kids i've worked with actually say no i can protect myself which is a pretty hilarious answer but then i ask what about the roads we drive on those help you get to soccer practice right they help you get to go do karate and they start to get the picture you see the wheels start spinning if you're working with multiple children it may be fun and creative to have the children vote on what the taxes go towards whether it be a new batch of toys extra dessert that's just a fun way to make kids start to think, okay, where are our taxes going, which often can actually make the parents think, huh, maybe I should know where my taxes are going to more. So it's just a fun exercise for kids to start thinking about, huh, wait, why didn't I get my full income? Lastly, I ask the child, what do you think is fair? This makes the child think about money in a way they haven't thought of before. Kids are always told what prices are, but I still think that when it comes to thinking about how you get money, the best thing you can do is to ask, what do you think is fair? Because we're always told what prices are. If you go to a store, wherever you go, you're never asked, what do you think it should be? We'll sometimes say, well, we think that's too high or too low, but that's just what we think is fair. So here's a way for you to actually start thinking. And believe it or not, most people underguess it. So when I outsource work to edit podcasts or help create other content, I ask what 
they think is fair, whether it's on Fiverr or Upwork, some of these services, and they often do low, they often have a lower price than I would have originally thought to pay, which is interesting. I've found people often undervalue their work. So for kids, it's fun to see where do they allow. If you say, hey, what do you think you deserve for taking out the trash every week? And if they say $50, you're able to bring them back and say, hey, well, is $50 the same worth as that toy? You know, you start to give them examples to think about why that might be $50. That's the best way I've found to teach kids about finances. Some mistakes to avoid. One, starting to give allowance too late. So having kids remotely begin thinking about money, one, can gauge their interest. Two, help them understand concepts and have more time to think about them. So Mistake one to avoid, don't wait until a child's in their teens. Ages five to eight is a great place to start. Mistake two, giving different allowances to different children. Make sure every child gets the same allowance. This can be helpful so that when one child runs out of money after spending it on toys or whatever it is they want to spend on, the other child realizes the power of saving money to buy a bigger toy if he, she waits and continues to save. So it's not about one child's doing more work than the other. Regardless, even if one is, pay them both the same just as a learning lesson. So children learn best from participating and competing with one another, and it can be very helpful. Mistake three to avoid, giving money with no strings attached. Mandating a tax or saving percentage that helps kids to learn that all the money they earn doesn't get to all be spent, and that, as part of a family or community, there are certain things need to be supported by every person. Mistake four, only giving allowances for chores. Offering up additional jobs such as starting mom's or dad's coffee. This can be extremely helpful, as you may imagine. Uh, may also not taste the best, but uh, starting offering to start up mom's or dad's coffee for additional funds, explaining that doing additional jobs can often make up for the taxes you pay so that the initial $20 you earned that week on top of the $5 taxes can be made up by working a job for $5 so that when you when that child does get the $20, they go, got it. So by doing that little extra income, I was able to get what I initially thought I was going to receive. It just gets their wheel spinning once again. So those are four mistakes. Once again, to review those, starting to give allowance too late, avoid. Giving different allowances to different children, avoid. Giving money with no strings attached. And lastly, only giving allowances for chores, avoid. So for those who are looking to purchase well-made games to further enhance their kids' understanding, the games that I would recommend, the best one I think is Dave Ramsey's Act Your Wage, where the goal of the game is to get out of debt, keep your emergency fund above $1,000, which I outlined in last episode, what the emergency fund is, how much should it be in it, and how it can even actually be detrimental to your financial future by having too much in your emergency fund. But for kids' sake, the goal of the game Get out of debt. Keep your emergency fund above $1,000 with the winner being the first to yell, I'm debt free. And so it's a fun way for kids to play along yet still get to learn about finances. And then lastly, Monopoly. We all know Monopoly is a fun game and you get to have millions of dollars and kids will probably steal millions. But it's a fun game that kids get to start thinking about. And you'll often see I've worked with children who don't like Monopoly. And from an early age, you start to see wow, okay, they're going to have to start thinking about finances differently. And it can be they're a great saver, but what comes with great savings also comes often a risk tolerance that's very high where they go, I don't enjoy the high risk, the ups and downs, the volatility of the market. 
and that can be a hindrance when it comes to trying to grow to reach your financial goals. So those are some things that are great to do. I love that allowance game when it comes to trying to get kids to just wrap their head around finances. And it's not about teaching them anything concretely, but just getting their wheels spinning. So I hope that was helpful and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.